0: What's up, everybody? This is The Booch, and this shout-out goes to all of the members of The Booch Cast Nation. On behalf of the entire team and all of my affiliates, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much from the bottom of our hearts for your continued support of The Booch Cast. Whether it's wrestling recaps, interviews, politics, variety shows movie reviews whatever episodes we come out with you guys listen you guys tune in and you show your support and it means the world to us and we're going to commence with this latest episode in just a moment but i want to take this opportunity right now to let you guys know something really huge that is going on in the world of the booch i am now officially on cameo That's right, the cameo. The same cameo where celebrities go and give personal shout-out videos for all their fans. And I'm here to let you guys know that for the affordable price of just $25, you can get a personalized video from me on Cameo and it can be for any occasion that you want. You got somebody you want me to wish a happy birthday? I'll make it happen. You want me to congratulate someone on graduating high school or college? I'll make it happen. Whether it's a happy holidays video, it can be a gender reveal, it can be somebody who needs some motivation you want the boots to motivate you or if you got somebody in your life that you want to break up with, I'll help make the breakup happen. Or if you got somebody in your life that you want to tell to fuck off and you want it done booch style all you got to do is go to cameo.com slash booch 365 there'll be a link in the description box of every episode of the booch cast from now till the end of time go there book your video customize it however you want let me know how you want it done and i will make it happen for you So go to Cameo.com slash boots 365 right now and book your personalized video today for the affordable price of $25. And now, on with the show.
1: Lutes, Files. Irritating little crumhorns. Gay at the person across from you now Feel the sweet spark of connection If you don't screw up this moment somehow Maybe you won't die alone Don't be too needy or bring up your ex Don't say Don't ever mention you've never had sex Trust me, I promise she knows And now her defences are starting to fall Smile and return her affection
0: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap. Of NXT, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on the BoochCast he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the bootcast. the one, the only, the broke soul is Ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude? Dude, that's just yes, me, the broke soul Ginger, Zach Scott. Change yeah. me,
2: That broke. Thanks. Nice card was okay. It was good. It was good. It was good. Good. It was good. Very, good. It
0: was, very good. good. it was good. It was good. It was good. Was, it was good. Was, was, bad. It was bad. Was bad. Was bad. At all? Well, some parts will be, but we'll get to debate. We'll it. get to debate. We'll get, get to the it. It. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll just get it. to debate. Yes. And of course, <laughs> we have this uh, NXT recap here, and we're just going to jump right into it. So, we're going to kick things off here with our first official match of the evening for the NXT North American Championship. Oba Femi defends the title against Lexus King. Squash. Pretty much. Pretty much.
2: Yeah. I mean, i have to admit, Lexus King, he did his best, Vinny Bucci. He really, really did. Mr. Vinny Bucci, let's take a moment of silence here for Lexus King. Trying his very best To go against Oba On that fucking note This match just sucked This match was a sweet bowl. It was ball and shit It was a shitty open match Cause it ended in about Three
0: minutes. Take over there, Mr. B. B-, B- Three minutes was all I needed to make this man an embarrassment to his family and to this business. Which he pretty much did. Yes, <laughs> he was crazy. Who could end the ring with me? Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, this. Oh. This was fucking terrible. Benny, may I? Go ahead. Was it bad? Oh, it was sad. It was. Here's what pissed me off. What really legit, ladies and gentlemen? What for pisses shoes,
2: you? Wait, wait, hold up. Pisses you off. Everything in the wrestling world pisses you off. Because a lot of
0: stupid shit. You know, in fact, it, you, if you really want to know why I'm pissed off, it's because we—it's because due to Wednesday's work schedule, we're not able to do our predictions for the Elimination Chamber. We gotta text them to each other and then fucking send that out in tweets. So people know what the fuck we picked. I had a lot of shit to say about that crap, which I may touch a little bit of it later on in the show. Touch a little bit on it, but that's where most of my anger was coming from. Desmond and I had a good long phone call about that. So, but what really makes me angry about this match. Is the fact that the fact this match was three minutes long? But it's not even the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that it was three minutes long. That that's not why I'm angry. That's not why I'm pissed the fuck off. It's because it was three minutes long in a match with Lexis King.
2: Lexus King.
0: Lexis King, the son of Brian Pillman, one of the guys that we that a that NXT and WWE was able to take from AEW.
2: And you have a poster of him on your wall here in the studio.
0: Yes. Well, no, actually, that's that's not that's not Lexis King. That's actual Brian Pillman I mean that Brian Pillman oops that's the Burr. real that's the actual Brian Pillman oopsies uh, like yeah. you
2: have a picture of his father yes uh, 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 on, your, on his wall so uh, like... by the way
0: side note Um, we found that at a wrestling convention wow uh, apparently I... I can't remember if it was a somebody had a Brian Pillman thing they were selling and they just left it on the floor like somebody forgot it so we didn't know where the guy was so I was like well finders keepers losers weepers I snatched that bitch up finders keepers losers suck well, actually it's finders keepers losers dead but Hashtag Keenan and Kel. And you see that picture right there? I grabbed that. My point is this. This is a guy that you took from AEW, who AEW dropped the ball with so epically, like they do with everyone else on their fucking roster, and you bring him here. You give him this new gimmick. I'm going to step out of the shadows of my father because I never knew him. I don't have the stories that people have about him. And I'm changing my name to King because that's the name of the man who actually raised me, who was a father to me who I did grow up with. You give him this great gimmick, and you have him lose in three minutes to Obafemi. Meanwhile, at Vengeance Day, he steps in the ring with Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee! And that match went 10 minutes and 56 seconds. So you're telling me that Obafemi, this big, jacked-up badass, it takes him almost 11 minutes to beat Dragon fucking Lee, but he could drop Lexus King in three minutes? This is why people mean when they say shitty booking or crap that doesn't make sense. Shit like this is why modern wrestling is so fucking awful 90% of the time. It is fucking awful. Every now and then you get that 10% where modern wrestling is great. Where great moments happen. Like the road to Wrestlemania that we're currently on. That's in the 10%. Hopefully it doesn't jump to the 90%. But right now it's in the 10 But I see stupid shit like this. Because again it makes the business look fake. Yes I'm saying the F word. I'm allowed to use it. That's why people can't take modern wrestling seriously. Because we're seeing stupid shit like this. Dragon Lee should have been fucking destroyed. The match we saw here, we should have saw at Vengeance Day. That should have been three minutes. This should have been 11. And this is why I get disgusted with modern wrestling. Because you book things, you do things properly, but not at the proper time. And also, if you wanted Femi to dominate in the opening match in three minutes, you don't give him a guy like Lexus King. You give him a jobber. Give him Idris. Give him a no- Give him Idris a no- Or his fucking random ass partner. Grab Axiom. Get fucking Nathan Frazier. Throw them in there. And yeah, I know. It's all like, Vinny, you're giving them a North American title match? No, I'm giving them the opportunity to get squashed by the North American champion. Fucking use your goddamn heads. This is insulting. It's embarrassing. Even if Obafemi was gonna go over. If he- If Jim and Dragon Lee are 11 minutes, this should have been 20. 21. 30 minutes. That says less about Oba, That says less about Obafemi than it does his opponent. You're basically saying that Lexus King is weaker than Dragon Lee? All because you want to make him your new Rey Mysterio because Rey's on his way out the door because he's getting up in age? It's fucking retarded. It's goddamn ridiculous and it shits upon the business, as Gator would say. Doc, I can tell you you want to talk, so go ahead.
2: Uh, I have nothing else to say about this. You pretty much said everything. I didn't expect you to go on a long ass rant, but you know what, folks? I'm used to it. After how long now? Too long.
0: I I've lost.
2: I lost count too. But I, yeah, yeah, Vinny, I understand. Like this was fucking stupid. You made you made Dragon League go a hardcore 10 minute 11 match. his useless. by Alexis King actually did a money draw put butts and make him lose in three? You guys suck.
0: Been on. Yeah. So we move on here. We cut to the backstage oh, segment. Fuck, no. no. Where we see Thea Hale talking about uh, her date with Riley Osborne because last week they went out for Valentine's Day. And apparently the date did not go well because Riley has not spoken to Thea, hasn't bothered to call her back since then. And they were basically talking about how, you know, he offered to open the door. and She said, no, I'm a, I'm a woman. I can open my own door. And, you know, basically Thea Hale was doing the whole playing hard to get, not seeing desperate thing, but taking it too far. To the point where now Riley is thinking, oh, this girl's not interested in me back. Now, Ariana Grace comes in and talks about how if a man wants to open a door for you, hey, you accept it. You know, tell the man how you feel. Let him know that you're interested. If he's asking you about little things in your life, it ta- explain it to him because that means he's engaged in the conversation and actually cares what you want. And then JC Jane gets mad. doesn't want Grace filling Hale's head with nonsense and this leads to an argument where eventually we see the night. Now, we'll, obviously, we'll get to the match later. Zach, how'd you feel about all this? No. Uh, what? Whoop whoop. What are you talking about? No. this. What, what the hell was this? What tell me. F- <laughs> that's what you're okay, you want to know me. what I really, This was
2: fucking a bunch of little girls. Like, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. I was like, okay. This was a complete waste of time. Of, of my life, I'm never going to go get, uh, get back. I really wish I could drink. But I can't now, can I? Not in this house, you can't. When you get home, do whatever the fuck you want. But this stupid, this was fucking stupid to me. Vinny and I were watching it, guys. We were like, what the fuck is going on?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, obviously. this is you know this is girl talk this is crazy shit and but here's the thing though as ridiculous and stupid as this segment was it fits Thea Hale's gimmick because essentially she is a little girl she has the college student mentality she's a young girl interested in a young boy and they're going through the awkwardness so it appeals to uh, the female demographic because WWE does have a female demographic that's why they have the emphasis on women's wrestling to appeal to that female demographic and this is relatable shit to women about figuring out what to do on a date and getting, sometimes your friends give you bad fucking advice sometimes. You know, you you want your opinion of your friends, but not, your friends don't always give you shit of advice. And most of the time, you're getting advice from a friend who doesn't have a man of her own. or And that's the worst thing you can do is get advice on dating from someone who either doesn't go on a lot of dates or is not in a relationship with anybody. Now, I'm not currently in a relationship, but that's because I don't want to be. But even I'm smart enough to know if a guy is opening a door for you Dude, just walk the fuck on through it. Like part, It's like Dave Chappelle once said, Chivalry is dead and women killed it. Ultimately, you all killed the chivalry. Because nowadays, guys don't know what the fuck to do on a date anymore. We're walking on eggshells. Because y'all bitches are confusing, you know? We try to be gentlemen. You act like we're, you know, being a mansplaining, overpowering situation. Or if a guy doesn't do chivalrous things for you, it's like, he's not a man, he don't love you. Like, Riley don't know what the fuck to do. So he's just like, I'm not dealing with the drama because you're not showing interest like guys understand what to do on dates they're asking you questions to get interested in your life because apparently you ladies like to talk about yourselves and talk about your lives that's why men try to ask you questions and try to get to know you because women love to hear themselves talk like most of the time when a woman wants conversation nine nine times out of ten that conversation is basically just you sitting there helpless and stupefied and listening to whatever comes out of her mouth and you you try to process what the fuck she's saying in the hopes that if you need to repeat anything back to her, you can fucking do it. And usually wait for a moment where you can interject and just agree with what she's saying, even if what she's saying is fuck crazy. You know, you jump through the hoops. That's what guys do. That's why they do the opening of the door and the pulling out of the chair, because they say that's what women want. then you got these some women that are like proud feminists who don't want a man to do anything for them because I don't need no man. Well, if you don't need a man, what the fuck are we on this date for? Just continue on with your life without a man. Don't waste my fucking time or any guy's fucking time. So that's ultimately what this segment was about. Reminding all of us why finding the one is such a fucking pain in the ass. And it's why I've arrived at the conclusion that dating is just not worth it. That's why I'm single because I just can't fucking take this stupid bullshit anymore. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm trying to impress a girl and she gets all defensive and shit. It ain't worth the drama. It ain't worth the bull crap. That's why most of the time we're just like, just tell us what the fuck you want. But then you got certain people. Steve Harvey, that will be like, don't tell the man what you want. Why? Then he'll just give you what you want. Then you'll be happy. What the fuck kind of nonsense is that? I don't know. You're giving the man the blueprint. Yes! Give us the blueprint. We want to make you happy. That's what women don't understand. If a man wants to sleep with you, he will give you anything you want to make that happen. He will pull out your chair. He will open a car door. He'll recite a fucking poem. He'll fucking sing you a goddamn song. He'll fucking take you to whatever restaurant you want to go to. You pick the place and you will go. But for some fucking reason that makes no goddamn sense, you will make us try to figure out what you want by deciphering a Da Vinci. And it's for goddamn ridiculous.
2: Zach, go ahead. Are you done?
0: Yeah, you want to contribute something, Jesus!
2: So, well, moving on.
0: Thank you for your help.
2: You're so very welcome.
0: All right, so now we're going to cut to the backstage area here, and we got, uh, Lyra Valkyra having a chat with Tatum Paxley, and here's what happened.
3: I need you to stay away from ringside. Uh, but, 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 you keep your little but back here. That's my one request, okay? If you can do that, I have a very special surprise for you. A surprise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I will stay here. Okay. Yes. Great. <laughs> match happens. You are no way to be seen. Yep. I will stay right here. Great. Yep. Right
0: here. So I guess Tatum's staying in the back.
2: I guess she is right here. Just constantly reminds me of Trish Stratus and Mickie James to a certain extent.
0: It does, it yeah. It does,
2: it really does. You're not stealing from it, but then again, it's okay, but we're eager to see where this goes.
0: Yeah, because now, basically, Lyra Valkyra is saying, stay back here, don't interfere, don't get involved, let me handle this my own way, because that's what I want to do. And, and, and Lyra Valkyra is a babyface. The babyface doesn't want help unless the deck is stacked against them that's the only time a babyface wants a group of people to come out that's if you know the heel has a faction that's going to cheat all right you watch my back if the heel if the if the heel minions come out then you come out and even up the score but until then it's one on one cuz that's what a babyface wants one on one You and me, let's fucking go. So, obviously the chemistry here is great because Tatum is clearly obsessed with Lyra Valkyria. Lyra likes her to a three, not as much as Tatum likes Lyra. So, Tatum is clearly the one that's like, it's like the relationship where the the one person goes, I love you, and the other person's like, I like you, you're pretty cool. That's kind of where we're at here. Pretty much. Yeah. Then we cut to an in-ring segment. We have the NXT tag team champions, the Wolf Dogs. Come on out. Now, Braun Breaker knows that after he went to war with Baron Corbin at no mercy, no one would have expected them to be standing together as champions. Breaker and Corbin go back and forth about who is better than who. Their finish will now be known as the Spear of Days. That was awesome, by the way. Yes. They actually got a chance. Yeah, I did, I did, I did that when he's uh, when um yes. uh, when breaker
2: said it, yeah, was like, you're like, yeah, you know, we mean you and I just looked at each other, and like, hey, that's pretty clever right there. It
0: is. So basically, it's like the end of days, and then Baron Corbin hits a spear of days, and I like that because it ties into something that's going to be coming out in a future Dark Side of the Ring video talking about, and I know it because I'm currently in the process of editing it. Uh, about tag teams. And you have a tag team name, tag team finish. It's it's what makes a tag team a real tag team as opposed to just two random guys thrown together, which technically they are. But they're establishing themselves now as a tag team. They're less about singles guys and more about, hey, we're the wolf dog. Finisher called the Spear of Days. Look a certain way, we dress a certain way, and we... Four minutes claims they are good being the tag team champions. Andre Chase and Duke Hudson interrupt because they want a tag title shot because the former champs promised them a shot at Stacey Jane threw in some extra money on the uh, gambling debt that was owed, in the hopes that the D'Angelo family would give them a title shot. Did not. More on that later. Axiom and Nathan Fraser interrupt. Frazier says Chase U agreement with the D'Angelo family is null and void. Everyone bickers. NXT GM Ava walks out on the stage and books a number one contenders match. Chase U versus Axiom and Nathan Fraser. That match will happen
2: tonight. I mean, I did enjoy the Wolf Dogs, Baron Corbin and Braun Baker coming out there. They're just shooting the shit. Yeah, people were like, we used to hate each other. Now we don't. It was that like yep we won we won fair enough there's no thing. Cutsen came out. Duke cuts made a very good point. I thought you were supposed to be shifts, not be the rest uh, the professional comedy of wrestling. I was like, ooh, good burn, yeah, band.
0: It was, a, it was a good burn. Good
2: burn, it was a good burn. Although,
0: technically, the comedy duo of wrestling is Chase U. Yeah,
2: it is Chase U, but he made a good point because they have been kind of goofy, but not too goofy in yeah, a Yeah, well,
0: that's the thing. It, they're, they're, they're the right amount of goofy. Chase U, on the other hand, is over the top fucking goofy. But it works. It works. It works. But By, of
2: course, if somebody in Virginia, you can't do that because you got to have
0: wrestling.
2: Fuck you, Gator. Well,
0: that's because I want actual wrestlers who wear wrestling gear instead of the goofy shit that Andre wears. It brings in fucking money, dude. He's, re- he's not dressed in wrestling gear. He is not in boots. He is not in tights. You need to be a wrestler. Don't be hating he makes more money than you. And don't be hating
2: because he's on TV and you're not.
0: First of all, first of
2: all, first uh, of all, let First, first, first of we're, all, we're, black, we're, what, he's, what, he's,
0: Makes more first of all, Gator makes more money than all of them, including you, because you're poor. I, now, first all, I am poor. Second of all second of all, Gator has been on TV. I have been on the TVs. Where's the proof? Go online, look it up.
2: Benny, have you had proof of this yet? I plead the fifth. Fuck you! Yes or no?
0: There are so many... many? ...amendments... Many? ...in the Constitution. No more
2: gas money. I
0: plead the fifth.
2: No more gas money.
0: No more rides than I plead the fifth. <laughs> Fuck you! Five... One, two, three, four... <laughs> I played the fifth on that one. Fuck you. No. Yes or no? Mr. Ginger, some of us have to work. <laughs> some fine, of us have to work. Fine, fine, fine. Some of us fine. have to work.
2: But this right here, it was a good a segment, and I enjoyed the little shit out of it. The later tonight, we'll see. Chase you against Axi- uh, uh, the crackhead. Crackhead. Ac- uh uh saying that. Uh, and uh, Axiom. But for some strange reason,
0: I'm going to. Vinny, disclaimer. The following views are about to be addressed, belong to Zach Scott and D- with the beauty cast or it's
2: I'm sorry actually I'm a little too English and British right here I was like but I always thought luchadors were Mexicans I'm not trying to be racist here but Vinny that's,
0: that's not racist it's just you making an assumption An assumption because most luchadors are Mexican,
2: are Mexican or Spanish, Spanish. So I'm know, just throwing it out there I was like I was like Vinny's like Zach shut but, up but
0: luchador is a wrestling style like for example Chris Jericho at one point. Yeah, that. Uh, but yes, most masked luchadors tend to be of Spanish Mexican So that's right. not so you're not wrong necessarily. I was But I mean if it turns out okay, the guy is a little British or whatever, then okay. But it's not like, oh, I was you were wrong for assuming oh he's a luchador, Oh he's Mexican. Please not,
2: don't sue. I have less than a hundred bucks in my bank account. I'm I, just saying, I'm just saying I can't saying, Zach, help you guys. Zach,
0: if if a luchador comes out and we're putting money on the table on what nationality is, I guarantee you most people are gonna vote. Mexican. I, I, Here's what I say: in the immortal words of Sebastian Maniscalco, put a hundred bucks on the table. Let's see how PC you get. For my money, I'm assuming the Luchador is Mexican. The Luchador is going to be Mexican. I just say if I'm putting a hundred bucks down on a table yeah. and betting the nationality, we're going with Mexican, and so would you.
2: That is very true. So I don't
0: give a fuck about political correctness. We've already established that. Yeah, many, many we times don't give show. a fuck about political correctness on the we show. We never have. We don't We don't judge people by the color of their skin or their gender or their sexual orientation. But that doesn't mean that profiles and stereotypes don't exist. And we will acknowledge them. Yes, acknowledge me. Exactly. Nope. Yes, I acknowledge you're Irish. You and I acknowledge,
2: I, 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 acknowledge that you're Italian.
0: Yes. Yay. Thank you. You drink your beer. I'll drink my. I'll eat my pasta, and we'll be happy. Unless I say drink my wine, but I don't drink wine. So anyway, on wine that note. Wine tastes like shit, anyways. Yes, it does. Uh, so we cut to the backstage area here. Lexus King talking with Von Wagner and Mr. Stone, and this unfolds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, Look who it is, is. it's the new North American, Uh, uh, oh wait, what the hell was that? (laughs) You just cost me that title match, Mm -hmm.
3: and yes, I should be the new North American champion right about
0: now. Yeah, well that's what happens when you bring (sighs) my kids in this, man. Your kids? You idiot! Your kids don't- Okay, that's
3: enough. Look, I wasn't talking to you, big guy, and I don't have any beef with you, but you want to meddle in my business? I bet your boy couldn't go out there and get the job done against Oba Femi. Stone knows I can. Well,
1: he doesn't seem to be speaking up for you. I bet he doesn't even believe that you could hang with the king. I bet on
2: you. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? I didn't see that, no.
0: I saw it, but I didn't quite hear it because, as you can tell from the video, they're talking pretty soft. I may have to... I might amplify the volume in post so you guys can hear. Sound off, you
2: guys got got a pair, please.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But apparently, because I think we, and I think, and I can't believe we forgot to mention this because I'm so pissed off. Uh, Mister You Stone, being pissed?
2: No. Vinny Bouchy never gets mad over stupid fucking bullshit. Just saying. Neither do I.
0: Are you going to do this every time I say I'm angry?
2: Because I'm allowed to. Because I bring you ratings, and you can't do this without me. Because you you hate doing a show by yourself.
0: Hate it, but I've done it. Yes, you have. But you I like hate me, it. But I've done you it. You like
2: me being with you because you know you just can't do it without me.
0: Wow. Doc said this to me, and then he woke up. So <laughs> watching this, though, yes, Mr. Stone did in fact cost Lexis King the uh, the. Ma- he and, did, but,
2: but it was also payback for talking shit about his kids, which was like, yeah, 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 yeah. most people would have gone in there and smack you. Yeah. But he did it. He just gets pushed. He just walks away. And a minute
0: later, one, two, three. Yes. Yeah, so And then apparently he confronts Von Wagner about, hey, you know, that you couldn't beat Obafemi and Mr. Stone sticking up for you. You see him look over at Stone and Stone's like, I bet on you. So it's kind of. Yeah. yeah, 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 I bet on you. Even if he does, and he's gonna say it, he's gonna lie and say he does because he doesn't want Von Wagner to tear him to fucking tear him apart. But here's the thing, though: like, could this be teasing a possible breakup of Mr. Stone and Von Wagner, which I don't think they should do. No,
2: hell no, they're too good together, man. Well, like
0: I said, they are too good together, but you don't know with yeah, WWE yeah, WWE with sometimes, with the way sometimes they'll are. split people up, and you have no idea why they split people. Up. So I'm saying, could that be a teaser there? But also, it talks about Von Wagner and Oba Femi. And I will say this: good match. It would be a great match. That'd be uh, a hos fight. It would be a big time hos fight.
2: That'd be a hos fight. But here's
0: the thing: Oba Femi is establishing some type of dominance. Dragon League. And I believe here, if you want somebody's going to be credible enough to defeat Oba Femi, I think Von Wagner's the guy. What I would do: wait until you're ready for Oba Femi to drop the title before you book the match with Von Wagner. Because Wagner needs to be the one to take that belt off of him. Because I don't know anybody else on the NXT roster right now that is capable of doing that with his size and his strength and the way he's being presented on TV. Same here.
2: I don't see anybody else that size to go against Oba.
0: Yeah. So, that would be a great
2: fight. Rog Wagner against Oba Femi for the D- North American title. That would be, like I said before, guys, that would be a hoss fight. i would be like, be, that's like, that's a, that makes sense. It's not a fucking Dave Goliath match, which I don't like. It's usually the guy who plays David wins. And we go like, yeah, that's really believable there on, on the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's
0: the thing. The David and Goliath match can work, but the psychology has to make sense.
2: Usually the psychology doesn't make sense.
0: At least not today. Back in the day, it used to. Because now uh, the problem is everybody thinks they're Rey Mysterio. I keep saying all the time. They all think they're Rey Mysterio. They're not. Rey Mysterio is a rare breed of a small guy that could hang with the big guys. But not every small guy can. But the problem is you have so – the number of small guys in wrestling today is so high, so high, that not, almost every story is an underdog story because you have nothing but underdogs. You don't have any dominant big men. There's some, but not a lot. It used to be the big guys outnumbered the, young, the smaller guys. You had mostly big dudes on your roster. Every now and then you had a couple of smaller level guys. Now it's the opposite. That's why the style has changed, and that's why it's awkward. At times. Chemistry's usually off, and some things just aren't believable because they act like they're living in a video game because that's how the, young, the, the newer guys cater their matches to, like they're playing a 2K video game. This is not a 2K video game. the real fucking world. And you have to present it like it's a real fight. Otherwise, you're not doing wrestling. You're basically doing a fake fight in front of stupid people. So, hopefully we get a good match out of that. We'll see where this goes. Most likely, Von Wagner and Lexus King are probably going to have a feud. Although, I don't see that match going longer than three minutes being believable. Because I just saw it watched by Obafemi. Why would I believe a match with Von Wagner would go longer than three minutes?
2: don't believe believable at all if they do that, they're fucking stupid.
0: Well, not that they're stupid. It's just that they backed themselves into an awkward booking corner. Unless you're going to try to use the Mr. Stone thing as a reason for why it was three minutes. Very true. But it doesn't make sense because I think for most of that match, Lexus King was getting the fuck beat out of him. He was. So it's not like Lexus King was dominating and then Mr. Stone came out. It was Lexus King was getting bitch slapped. And Mr. Stone didn't even have to come out. Oh, but Femi seemed very capable of getting this done by himself. And on that note, we're going to move on to the next match of the evening. God save us all. We've got Roxanne Perez versus Ren Sinclair. No. I uh, do tell- All right. Um,
2: you can definitely tell that, the guys, the last couple of weeks that Roxanne Perez is doing a heel turn. As a most, this match was a typical match. I mean, it's like, okay, I got a lot of moves in, but a lot of the times... Roxanne P- uh, Perez was targeting with his right right arm. Good targeting, targeted, threw her to t- uh, the turnbuckle. They got outside her, th- threw her down. They get back into the ring. Car- uh, Sinclair got, tried to get a couple moves in. Perez goes to power, does not go for the run, goes across face, Sinclair taps out, and this travesty is finally over with. Not, you didn't miss much there, Vinny, because I know you had to had to take a phone call and also go to use the facilities at the time. Yes, and you didn't miss, you didn't miss any shit. You really didn't. I was like, well, Vinny didn't miss any because he hates Roxanne Perez. So, what last you saw? Vinny, your thoughts?
0: Uh, not again. Not a big fan of Roxanne Perez. Nothing she does in the ring is believable to me. But if she's going to go heel, and as we've mentioned already, that's the going to take us on, it's better for her to win with a submission than a pinfall. Like, I don't just want to win. I want to hurt you. Only heels have that mentality against people who didn't truly wrong them. The only time a babyface should want to hurt or inflict pain on a heel is if the heel crosses a line that you should cross. Ren Sinclair did not. Oh, she did not. So Roxanne is really going for the submission because traditionally in wrestling, Old school missions. Baby faces always had bump finishes because you could hit it out of any to anyone, time, go right back to self. Hit a drop kick, go right back down. Heels traditionally have submission finishes. The reason is because when a baby face is locked in a submission hold, it's where the baby face is in the utmost jeopardy and could lose. So the fact that she said I'm not going for the pin, even though Pop Rocks is her finish. He hits Pop Rocks He's taught the audience, when I hit that move, I win. You could have took the one, two, three, and walked out of that ring. Still wouldn't have been a baby face. But the moment she decided, I don't want to win this match that way, I want to hurt this bitch, and I lock in that cross face, she tapped out, that was it. She is now on the road to becoming a heel. She's not there yet. Not cause there. Because she, she didn't cheat to win. No, she did not. She didn't cut any corners. You know, she worked the arm, as you said. She inflicted a lot of pain, but that's wrestling. Fighting to win a match. Didn't cut any corners. She didn't pull hair. She didn't She didn't rake the eyes. She didn't scratch the back. Didn't do none of that. So she's not a heel yet, but she's working on it. the way I don't want to see it. Who do I? Cut to the backstage area, and we see the no-quarter catch crew. Apparently that's what they're calling Gabagulak's team now. And they barge into Metaphor's locker room. Noam Dar is tired of their intrusions and wants to know which one of them he will be fighting. Kemp tells Dar the catch clause means... Dar will find out who he's facing when they are all in the ring.
2: Mm, do you
0: care? Here's the thing.
2: Which is what?
0: I want to care, but I don't. And the reason I don't is because of two reasons. What's that? One, I don't know which member of the group is getting the shot. Depending on which person getting the shot it's going to determine how much I care. Because there's some people in the No Quarter Catch crew that I like. Some people that I don't like. And also, there's no guarantee that the person that gets picked is going to beat Noam Dar in that match. As long as Noam Dar is the Heritage Cup champion, I want fuck all to do with that. I want fuck that, all to do with
2: that cup. Period, man. Pointless. It's useless. A paperweight. It's something I mean, it you is, could put in a trophy. This is what I won. I like. Um. I rather see. I rather have a belt than a cup. Just saying.
0: Yeah. I mean, if the trophy actually meant something, it's something from the UK. They're trying to bring to the states. They're trying to help it resonate, and it does because Noam Dar is not entertaining at all. No. Metaphor is the worst thing about NXT, is that There's only one member that I like.
2: Last legend.
0: She's the, o- she's the only person in that faction I give a single fuck about. True. Because she's the only person that I see that can become a future NXT Women's Champion. More on that later. So with that said, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. Oh, boy. This is a good one. Very we good. got Briggs versus Jensen.
2: Fan fucking tastic match. You all know why, Miss Minibuchi? Why is that? Stay with me, children. Psy- psychology. Did I do that, that right? Held on <laughs> the first take. I mean, Continue. this was far, two former friends you were like brothers, went in there and beat the shit out of each other. The only thing I was upset about is which one is Briggs? The one with the long hair? Briggs is,
0: no, no, Jensen has long hair. Jensen,
2: when he came out, he didn't storm and they start beating the crap out of each other. Then it's is like, calm down, let them do their thing. It's like, okay, then he explained. But after that, it was just one big fucking. Oh, like you see these two friends about to fight each other in the bar, and the bar do not get the hell outside, but you still want to go out there. I got to see this shit right here. But fantastic. It was brutal. And uh, Jensen won. Briggs won. I always get these two confused. Briggs won, rightfully so. After that, Briggs uh, grabs
0: his body, kicks him on the forehead,
2: and that's about it. Take it away, Vinny.
0: Yeah, now just to clarify what Zach was saying earlier, Zach wanted to see them start fighting right away, which I did too. But he was mad at the referee for splitting it up. And what I was trying to explain to Zach, and again, Zach was looking at this from a fan perspective, which isn't bad. It's not horrible. You, can, it's okay to look at stuff from a fan perspective. But from an analyst perspective, the referee right there was doing his job. Like you talk about psychology. It, psychology is not just for the wrestler. It's also for the referees. They have their own psychology they have to adhere to. For example. As much as we the fans want to see these two guys fight and brawl and start going after each other, the referee has to hold him back. That's his job. You're not supposed to fight till I call for the bell. Because until that bell rings, this match has not started. The match doesn't start till the ref signals ring the bell. That's why a lot of times they have beat downs in the beginning. The re- and, and and then once they throw the guy into the ring, then the referee calls for the bell. It's like, oh, this match is officially started. That whole beat down beforehand. Doesn't count. Yeah, he just wailed him with a bunch of steel chairs, but the ref never rang the bell. Until the ref rings the bell, those chair shots don't count towards a disqualification. So the referee has to hold him back. I would be mad right now if he didn't. And I like it because it's it's a moment in wrestling, in modern wrestling, where the referee is acting like a referee, which is one of the issues we all have with AEW, where their referees are basically fans who got the best seat in the house. They might as well be fans eating popcorn with us. Because they don't do shit. They don't enforce any rules. They don't exert their authority. They let the wrestlers just do their shit, which is not what a referee is supposed to do. When, a refer- when, someone has- when someone is choking someone against the ropes, you're supposed to be counting and breaking things up. You're supposed to get in the wrestler's face. And the reason you are is because the, refer- the wrestler knows if he touches you, he gets disqualified. You're the only person, the only non-wrestling person, besides maybe a promoter or a GM, That the heel is allowed to back down from. First of all, a heel can back down from anybody. A babyface can only back down from like a referee or a position of authority. Because a babyface is a good guy and good guys respect authority. So, that works there. Now, as far as the match goes, I fucking love this. Can I just say this? Zach said earlier, sound off like you got a pair. Jensen sounded off like he had a pair. Jesus, pair.
2: Fuck. Giant nuts.
0: This was fu- Jensen. This is the best showing I've ever seen him. That motherfucker was smooth. One of the best super kicks I've ever fucking seen from a wrestler.
2: Yeah, that was a good spot. You know, like
0: good spot. Everything was great. His strikes, his bulldogs. Jensen can fucking work. He's a future North American champion. Yes, he is. I don't now. I won't go as far as say the NXT title. He, he's not. He ain't nowhere near that. But if he won the North American title, I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't either. He can. The motherfucker can work. Briggs, think. we already know, is there. Oh yeah. Like I said, if we had a Shawn Michaels Marty Jannetty situation, Briggs is the Shawn Michaels. Jensen is the Marty Jannetty. But Jensen fucking showed up and showed out.
2: Yes, he did. Hey, Vinny. What? Shawn Michaels is guilty of murder. he's guilty of murder of? Did he kill Marjanetti's career? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you must have hurt me right now. <laughs> well, at least he's not bringing up Clem, so I'll take it. All right, where's so, Clem? F- your ass. That's where he is. All right, so, now, so, yeah, so we see this match and brutal fight. Jensen brings a fight, but of course, Briggs overpowers him. You know, and he's slapping him at one point. Jensen just, but I like it, because Briggs was kind of being a friend in this match, despite like the beat. Like, he's telling like he's telling him, man up, be a man. So much you got, he slats him, and Briggs kind of like, all right, all right.
2: I think that's the oh. part, that's the part, What that first slap he did, he did, I think that's where he got a little juice, because at the end of the match, you can see from his lip a little blood.
0: Well, I think it was, I think it was from the excessive slapping, the fury of strikes might, there you go. So, but that first slap, he's kind of like, all right, all right, not bad. Then after he, then he starts throwing a bunch of sides. I'm like, okay, now I got to beat her. Your now you're going to overdo it. Then eventually no. he hits two lariats for the win. Jensen's out cold. Briggs grabs Jensen's limp body and kisses him on the forehead and walks off. Pretty much. So now we don't quite know where this story is going. Are they now enemies? Are they going to be friends afterwards? It's one of those things where we have to tune in next week, see what's going to happen. And that's one of the beauties about matches like that. When something happens that goes, I got to tune in next week. Like, obviously, we have no choice because we're NXT analysts. So even if this show shits the bed, we're tuning in next week because we have to give you guys the recap. But I actually want to tune in next week to see what the fuck is going to happen here because this is something that is fucking epic and amazing. Then we cut to good old Carmelo Hayes who goes to the barbershop, and as you guys know, back in the day when, uh, you know, when Trick Mellow Gang was a thing, they would always chop it up in the barbershop. Is, again, and we gotta kinda jump into a little stereotype here, what most of the time black people hang out, that's a hangout spot black people in the city or the hood or whatever, is the barbershop. You go there, they chop it up, have a good time. It's not just a place to get your hair cut. It's where you go for good conversation. So Carmelo goes to the barbershop, and he has this to say about the friendship with Trick Williams.
3: I let you stand next to me. I let you put Trick before Mellow and Trick Mellow Gang just to amuse you. Whole time it was to amuse myself that you would think that Trick would be ahead of Mellow at anything. To stay at the top, you have to be ruthlessly ambitious. You have to have that killer instinct. You think I'm stupid? You think I didn't see the signs? I knew you were going to want your shine sooner or later trick. I saw you side eye in my championship. I felt the envy with every accomplishment. I am your biggest competition. So I knew that sooner or later, unfortunately, I'd have to get you before you got me. Trick, wherever you at, stay there because your 15 minutes is up. Back to business, up. You Want to see me? Get in line. Cause if you ain't talking about that NFC Championship, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Let's talk about it.
2: Uh, he came out there and uh, he came in the barbershop. I thought all the Bob, people in the box were going to go Boo, But he sat there and he says like like, yeah he, He's just like i to do this because I didn't want you around me anymore He's like maybe you're just a little bit jealous of of trick because he, he was way over than you I'm eager to see what happens with him and um am up But I'm really looking forward when trick Williams comes back Unfortunately as long as broker teams with them, but then again if he's not we can always improv it <laughs> How'd you feel about the promo? I love the promo right there. It's basically, um, Melo dominating his heel turn. They're Saying,
0: like, fuck you. And fuck everything that I like, fuck all, he's like, in a great heel too. I, I thought the promo was fantastic. It was awesome. This was one of those things where it's like, you know, I put Trick in front of Trick Melo gang just to amuse you. Just so you could think you were on my level. Like, Carmelo is explaining everything, which is what you do when you turn on somebody. Everybody's gonna think, well, Trick is so beneath you, why would you put his name in front of your tag team named Trick Melo gang? Because I wanted him to think he was above me i want it was amusing to think that you could ever surpass me and he said you could have been number five you could have been number three i was even okay with you being number two you tried to one up on me you tried to go number one you tried to pass me i wasn't having it basically he's saying supposed to be my sidekick supposed to be on the level below me try to pass me oh no that's unacceptable that's where carmelo's business is and again it's basically saying you can't be happy for your friend it's like no my friend stabbed me in the back took my opportunity we all know it's a lie but that's the picture that carmelo is painting he is trying to justify his behavior and that's what a heel's supposed to be he's a clear-cut bad guy here and he wants Ilya Dragunov, and he wants the NXT title. That's all he cares about. He said, if we ain't talking about the NXT title, we got nothing to talk about. So he basically said, "Till you want to put that title on line against me, I don't give a shit about you. That's the truth. He's like, it's like the saying, you ain't talking money, talking don't matter. You can say whatever you want. But if we ain't talking business, I got business to attend to. You're going to have to wait till I have some free time. If you want to do something personal or something free... And that's the way it is. And that's all it's ever going to be. And then after that. My God. Uh, we have a little bit of an interesting moment here, ladies and gentlemen. As we know from last week, DiJack and Gacy had a weird fucked up match that resulted in Gacy being carried away in a straitjacket. And DiJack basically dragging him by his feet. Carry? It was drag.
2: <laughs> it was dragging him. He, he dragged him. He dragged he, him. He was sitting there laughing. I was like, yeah, he's really like this? Like,
0: he's really good at playing a psychopathic serial killer. This is Han of Electra times ten. Yeah, and so here's what happens. jack now now has Gacy locked in his own like asylum thing. This isn't like a legit place. This is something Die Jack created. Has him locked in. This unfold.
1: I admire your efforts in trying to stop me, but this train is on a never-ending track. I have many instruments of peace to derail your train. Just so you know, what you're doing here is false imprisonment. Go to hell, Crucifino. I can do whatever I damn well please. Look, I really don't care, but I'm telling you, this is illegal. He violated my
3: law. Well, the world doesn't work the way you want
1: it to. This isn't over. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well I might I have Google to sleep with the night light on The night in my room Yeah This is This is You're a really good job at
0: this This is incredible and This is supposed to
2: be it. a safe place
0: Mr. Scott the, I understand your frustration But just know This is a safe space Remember what? We're still Four roots One, One tree. tree Yeah Daisy's <laughs> just a <laughs> giant ball of crazy This dude has reinvented himself
2: to a whole, whole new level. This
0: dude went from being like a, a, a woke, libtard snowflake to the leader of a cult to just flat out fucking nuts. That is how great Joe Gacy is. The fact that he can do all of this and Dijak's got a lot in this place and this is obviously a rivalry this few can go for a while and the best part is they can tell this story without having to get inside the ring that
2: is very very true all they gotta do is keep on doing this eventually they need to do not a normal match they need to do something fucking crazy maybe set like a uh, match in a psychiatrist and a, and a uh, you know and I'm a psych ward but well, we can't do that cause that'd be well, we're not politically correct that's not right you're making fun of mythical
0: patients
2: folks Vinny and I are both wrestling analysts we're kind of mental ourselves
0: no here's the thing first of all you're not making fun of mental patients okay because there's different types of mental patients okay some people straight up fucking crazy There's no reason. There's no rhyme. You can't analyze. You can't figure out what the fuck is wrong with them. They're just fucking crazy and you can't figure out why. There are some people that mentally break down and there's a reason for it. Something traumatic happened in their lives. Something caused them to go over the edge. Maybe some people just, as the Joker would say, had that one bad day. You know, it shows something mentally twists them. You know, it's like Twisted Metal Black had the best quote. They say the mind bends and twists in order to deal with the heart of life sometimes the mind bends so much it snaps do. one of my favorite quotes from a video game it happens so it's not making fun of mental patients and nobody would say that except people on Twitter who are fucking morons and you could have a match like that now keep in mind first match they had was a no disqualification match they've already done that you can't do no holds barred with them because we've already seen them use gimmicks Here's, this is what I want to see Not just a steel cage. An asylum match. You book... An asylum match. That's what I would do. Now, there's two different ways to do an asylum match. First, well, the one that we saw was Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. Oh, I'm sorry. Moxley and Jericho. him by his
2: Christian name, Dean Ambrose. Well,
0: not actually Moxley.
2: Dean Ambrose. He's Dean Ambrose, not John Moxley. Sorry.
0: All right, Moxley was his name. Name's Dean Ambrose to me. Moving on. You don't get to choose someone's I Christian do. name. Yeah, I do. I get to in my world. I'm sorry. Are you
2: Jesus? Sometimes I wonder. No, I understand. Okay,
0: now they had the Asylum match, which was basically a, a steel cage with weapons all around the cage, like a straight jacket and other random shit that Jericho and Ambrose used to basically beat the shit out of each other. None, fire extinguishers, and 2 by 4 wrapped in fire. Did you actually watch this match? I did. Was it good? It was good. Okay. It was actually, I think this was the match where Jericho put that bump on the thumbtacks. Yeah, okay. it was. Okay. Where he had 69 thumbtacks. And some people thought he used 69 as a... No, because it's position. But True. no, in actuality, he legit, for a shoot, had 69 tacks in his body. That's why he said that. At first, it was 68, but then he sat down he realized the 69th one on his ass cheek. But he didn't find. So, yeah, he fell and he had the, the tacks. I think that was the first time Jericho ever used thumbtacks. That I did not know. Because Jericho didn't do a lot of matches like that. Now in oh. AEW, he's hit thumbtacks every other week. But here. Don't you always have to have the
2: fucking thumbtacks.
0: Yes. So, anyway, that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is to have an actual fight in an asylum. Now, that has not been done, but we have seen Boiler Room matches and House of Horror. So, they could actually do that inside an asylum. That might work if we were still in the pandemic. You could do something like that, but now that we're not in the pandemic anymore and there's fans in the stands, I would go this route. Get a cage with weapons around it, and you could do it at a pay-per-view. Say this. Build it to stand and deliver. Yeah, just build it to stand and deliver. I,
2: I like your idea. I like this. I saw in the match, decided of still cage right there. And
0: here's what you do. Yeah, that'd
2: be good.
0: But here's what you do. We already have a match between them that took place at Vengeance Day. Dijak went over in a no-disqualification match. Gotta have a match at Roblox. And Gacy has to go over. Then, stand and deliver have the rubber match. Take that the asylum match. But for roadblock, you do something you, you can either do like a normal style match or throw in maybe another gimmick. If this was no disqualification, make the next one uh falls count anywhere. Go with that. Falls count anywhere. So then that way they're fighting all around the building, running around, doing what they gotta do. Gacy gets some type of victory and then manages to escape and get away. Like maybe Gacy could do a roll up. That way he's not legit pinning. Sneaks up, does a roll-up, one, two, three. Jack gets mad, chases after Gacy, he escapes. Then he decides, you need one more match to settle the score, the rubber match. At Stand and Deliver, this time, Casey, there's nowhere to run. There's no way to hide. We have an asylum mat. You have the cage. Works, and the reason I say it works there is because Stand and Deliver is going to be in Philadelphia at the uh, Wells Fargo Arena, I believe, which I will always call the Spectrum. It's going to be at the Spectrum because WrestleMania is in the stadium, and they use Stand and Deliver on the smash. uses the arenas. So, book the arena. Book that match for Stand and Deliver. Asylum, Stand and Deliver. Balls count anywhere at Roblox. Again, Gacy goes over at Roblox. You have the rubber match. Aside from there, who goes over in the Asylum? And to me, it depends on who realistically is moving forward. Because as a fan, I would love for Gacy to win it. But I know if Dijak wins... Gacy will still look good in defeat.
2: Won't be buried.
0: He won't be buried. As long as Gacy wins more matches going forward, can't have him lose all the time. That's why I'm saying, let him get a victory over Dijak, but let it be a sneaky roll-up. That way, uh, and that way, if Gacy does go over the match, takes him out with weapons. Maybe he locks Dijak in the straitjacket and beats the hell out of him with that. That way he gets his revenge, his receipts. Knock him out with a two by four and put the straight jacket on Dijack. Now Dijack's stuck. He can't get out. Kyle's going crazy. Gacy just eats the fuck out of him. And in the end, Gacy and either one of two things can happen. Either Gacy goes over or Dijack somehow breaks out of the straitjacket. Gacy's like, oh fuck. And Dijack just takes him out. Then Dijak can move on and finally get some gold around his waist. Yeah,
2: he needs to go do bigger, better things. Yeah. Maybe he'll get called up. Not yet.
0: Or I'll say this. If Von Wagner does not beat Obafemi, Dijak beat Obafemi if he wins the match with Gacy. Very true, sir. All right. And you can do that at Battleground, Atlanta, Georgia. So anyway, on that note. Oh, fuck. F- what? What? Are you nope. an- Why are you angry? Because
2: you're going to make me fucking recap this fucking match.
0: Well. First, we got Tony D'Angelo. He calls Stax and Rizzo in Whoa. for a meeting. Uh, D'Angelo tells them both his focus isn't the tag titles anymore. And, you know, Rizzo was apologizing for not getting the job done. Uh, the Don said it's his first singles match, which, believe me, we could tell. We could clearly fucking
2: tell. It was a shits, folks.
0: Yes. So, Stax obviously is upset, saying, don't worry, we're going to get the tag titles back. But, no, we're not doing that. D'Angelo needs to focus on being the Don of NXT. He needs to focus on bigger things. This isn't a democracy anymore. If anyone has a problem with that, they can leave. Dax and Rizzo. They see what he's trying to say. Fucking down with the NXT tag team. He's going for the big goal. He's going
2: for the big time. He's going to go for the main events. He's done being a mid-card guy. I'm very sorry that the family lost the mat, uh, lost the uh, tag team titles. I'm heartbroken. I have some pasta and I drank a beer and I had a shot of whiskey that night because of it. I cried a little bit, maybe tears of joy, just because I can be a dick and I'm ha- and I'm half Irish.
0: Otherwise or not, this was fantastic and I'm eager to see where this goes. Vinny, take it away. I am too. This was a fantastic promo and I was excited for it. Because I've been saying this before and I'll say it again. I want to see the Don become the NXT champion. I want the Don to be in the main event. That's going to be North American champion. No doubt about it. Rizzo, if she's able to get her fucking shit together and improve in the ring and actually do well, maybe in the future she could become a women's champion. ain't fucking ready for it now. She's she's
2: greener do baby shit, you and I both know that.
0: Sorry, right, did you not hear me just say... Over time, if she gets better, if she improves, if in the rain. she can, that's what I. And that's what I fucking just
2: said. Okay, I'm so sorry, Vinnie Bucci. You already blew up once. We don't need to see the volcano, Vinnie Bucci, again tonight. Well, then
0: fucking pay attention.
2: I have ADHD. It's
0: hard. I'm right fucking next to you. You. Know- I need some fresh air. I'm done. I need some fucking fresh air before you... Well, then I'll just take the fucking mic then. So, all I gotta say is this. Here we go. That's right. The fucking Don. I'm done fucking around. I'm done playing reindeer games. I'm done being in a tag team. What I'm gonna do right now is... You don't want want me to join your reindeer games? Well, guess what? Fuck you and your fucking reindeer games. I don't want to play them anyway. You know why? Because I got the shiny nose and I can lead the fucking way. Without me, you just... Caught in the fucking snowstorm, motherfucker. So I'll tell you this. I'm going to become the Don of NXT. I already am the Don of NXT, but now I'm going to start fucking acting like it. This is what happens when you're a boss and you try to be everybody's friend. Sometimes you can't be everybody's friend, my friend. You can't always be everybody's friend. Sometimes you got to rule with an iron fist and let them know who the big swinging brajuur motherfucker is. And they're going to find out that it's the Don when I get to the top and I take that fucking title and I hold it above my head and I stand tall above all these Fugazi Mama. Malukes. are you done want to say something cherry top or you just want to sit uh, there he's and... gonna stand there and look ugly is that what you want to do
2: it says she said i was matching the delicious last night so i don't think i'm that ugly now am i
0: oh no you definitely fucking ugly okay i'm sure she put a say. bag over your head before she did anything Yeah,
2: she loves my red hair
0: please nobody likes red
2: hair really hermione granger does Anyway, Hey, look. Hey, hey. Fuck you. She's,
0: she's a low-standard bitch with daddy issues, okay? <laughs> you funny. People right. always go for things okay, they can't. Okay, end. okay, okay. What, I mean. what about Leonard? How did he get Penny? He wore her down and waited till she was damaged fucking goods. That's how he got her. Too many guys broke her fucking heart. He swooped in. What with about, his what about like Daniel like Bryan with Brie Bella? Uh-huh. I don't know. Brie Bella's into bestiality, I guess. I don't know uh, what right going into, into, um, Rusev. I don't know. Russian chicks are into weird shit. What the fuck you want me to say? They They're really- saying
2: that the nerd can get the hot chick. Get the fuck over it.
0: I'm just saying, sometimes the hot chick has low standards. Because they mm-hmm. got low self-esteem. They feel you bad about themselves. You also know who has low
2: standards have, done. Who? He's a certain associate of ours. He runs the show. Vinny has very low fucking standards. There was a girl named Tiffany.
0: Uh, good for him. He fucked a girl named Tiffany. Tiffany, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. What did she have, like a club foot, a lazy eye?
2: The lazy eye, yes. But she also was, of course, a 400-pounder black chick with mental issues. And
0: Oh, well, t- you know, crazy in the head, crazy in the fucking mood. I, I got a I jerk know. off
2: of sandpaper in the middle of a tub full of poisonous snakes. Thanks. Just well, we, saying. See, well,
0: we see how you spend your after- life. <laughs> first of all, I don't need a glimpse into your fucking sex life. My point is, I'm standing on top of the fucking mountain. Done being nice, I'm done being everybody's friend. I told them, you don't like it, there's a fucking door. Don's got to stand alone, the Dod's got to stand alone. But Stax and Rizzo, they nodded their heads, they bowed their heads. They know who fucking runs things. And I'm taking care of business the way I should have been taking care of business from the day I first walked into this fucking town.
2: Taking care- Business every day. No,
0: look. If I wanted to hear the sound of a cat dying, I'd go to my fucking sister's <laughs> house. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to hear anything about dying cats. Besides, uh, one hey, of your the only talk, you talk, it sounds like a dying cat. Hey, look, only die. Hey, the only dying cats that are allowed on the boot cast is the one that Elvis kills to try to elevate Vinny's career I hope the Illuminati shows up soon because apparently y'all are running out of fucking cats. Sacrifice to the elder gods, but anyway, like
2: cats, do you?
0: Hey, do oh, look at me. Elvis was the one who said it on your fucking show. So anyway, <laughs> that ain't my. F- hey, I. I hey, I wasn't my fucking script. All right, script. Don, you have put the hey, 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 I have my own script that I write on this show. That was that was me quoting somebody else. That was his fucking script that he brought to the show.
2: Ooh, okay, whatever.
0: Either way. Either Don way. is on fucking top. Good to and know. You're gonna fucking find out why uh-huh. I am and will always be a Don of nxt
2: good for you You yeah i guess i hear thank you you're so very welcome you're happy now you're good now you're gonna go to sleep without having nightmares make sure you check on the bed first before you go to sleep turn on your night light because you'll know don that you have nightmares
0: correct me if i'm wrong but weren't you the one that said you had a night light that you need to turn on yeah i
2: have to deal with joe gacy's fucking ass wouldn't you
0: no Fucking pistol, let him walk in here. I had crazy, a pistol too, right? He's a shame, doesn't outrun a fucking bullet. You out of your mind?
2: Well, well you never know in today's world.
0: Hey, I'm a Don. I always sleep with a gun under my fucking pillow.
2: what to know. You, you always... happy
0: now? You good? Let's
2: get out of your chest.
0: You feel better now? Feel a lot better if you pour yourself a nice tall glass and shut the fuck up. Teleport you test and nice I shut the fuck up too as well, asshole. Ugh. <sighs> All right, I got better things to do than argue Yeah, so do I. On. I got
2: better things to do Bye, bye. Shoo, shoo.
0: Guys, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Talking about pissing off a mob boss. What the fuck?
2: is wrong with you uh you the to realize one teeny tiny little bit of thing i don't care and i also have a boss too so that being said yes you and your boss fucking... is, and
0: your boss is telling you stop pissing off the don but it's so much fun it's so easy to i don't want to die okay uh-huh. if you're feeling <laughs> suicidal do your own after
2: <laughs> you not you we never heard talons killing italians before no
0: in mind, what do you, mob bosses have, mafias have rivalries all the time. Moving on. Yeah. If the Don is listening, I do not endorse the actions of the following views events that were expressed belong solely to Zachariah Scott. I do not reflect the views, of the Bootcast or its affiliates. So, Don, shoot him. On that note, moving on to the next match of the evening, nope. we've got no. JC Jane with nope. Jasmine Nick, so that's her fucking name, and Thea Hale versus Ariane Grace.
2: No. Nope. 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 nope, nope. What, what happened? This match sucked. I have nothing else to say about this. But the one thing about Andreana Grace, she's dedicated to this fucking shitty ass character. She commits. Deeply commits.
0: C- Dude, Love it or hate it, this bitch is committed. I love it. I, that's what makes me love it. The fact that we know this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> she's walking to the ring, she's doing the waves, she's got the she got the flashy dress thing. She looks fucking stupid. She's still in gimmicks. She's not stealing. Still, yes,
2: she is. She's still mad at the Goddess Madison Rain's gimmick. Not Madison. That was Madison. Madison
0: Rain does not have a patent on that gimmick. She does. She
2: came out in teenage. She came out to a prom dress every once or a dress. She comes out to a dress every once while too. So guess what? That is stealing gimmicks.
0: Madison Rain has long since retired.
2: Doesn't matter. Still stealing
0: gimmicks. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, it's not. No, it's not.
2: No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Fine. It's not, but it is to me.
0: Well, your opinion doesn't matter right now.
2: Excuse me. Oh, yes, it does
0: do. So anyway. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck so, you back. Ah, fuck, fuck my cock. So anyway. I have one. Yes, I do. So anyway. Yes, make a joke that only I can see on an audio podcast. Boy, are you dumb. Well, so hey, <laughs> at least
2: every time I go get a girl from the hood, at least I'll check the total package first.
0: At least I can get a girl. You That's haven't seen you. At a, a vagina since been. Christ <clears throat> died. So anyway.
2: I'm sorry. I'm not that desperate.
0: You're just that lonely. So anyway,
2: I like it lonely. Hey, okay, good for you. For you too. Alright.
0: Right. Are you good? Mm. Can, can, can I get back to the match? Now, mm, okay, so for someone who doesn't want to watch a, sh- a match about people acting like little girls, you sure do know how to fit the role. Uh-huh. Now, this match was actually good, it
2: was, it was, it was see, entertaining. It, we're just looking out. at it, I'm like, Do we have the is it the shitty? You, you and I go, No, no, really, yeah, tell the story short, to a certain degree,
0: yes, and obviously, Jasmine Nix. Now we know what the fuck her name is because we're so I have going, to
2: say this right now, she's class A. Sm- Fucking hot.
0: Well, yeah, that's a it, given. No,
2: uh, I looked to her. I was like, hmm.
0: We knew she was hot. We just didn't know her fucking name. Who the hell are you? I was like, I don't care. Please come what? to my bedroom. Like, here's what I'm thinking. Like, was she, and I'm thinking to myself, like, was she on TV since we were back? Or did she make appearances while we were on hiatus? Like, who the fuck?
2: I don't remember her being on TV uh, I even before we go on our break.
0: I didn't even see her on Chase You segments. The fuck? So anyway, now JC Jane wants Thea Hale to help her cheat. Doesn't, because Thea doesn't believe in cheating. Jasmine, on the other hand, more than willing to help her cheat, and does. Hots Grace sends her back in the ring. He hits her roaring elbow for the win. And then after the match, he her in front of Hale and celebrates with JC. And Thea did not like it. Of course not. Uh, no, 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 of course she did She didn't like it because he is looking at JC like I like supposed to be my friend. But basically JC is trading her up for a better friend or in her eyes, a better friend. Because it's like, like like being in that group where someone wants to do illegal shit Got the one friend that's like, "I don't want to get involved and the other guy's like, "Come on, it'll be fun. Oh, I'll do it." and then you regret it later. Yeah, and by yeah. regret, I mean the person doing the illegal act forgets it later. But now, viaa Hale is basically becoming a very relatable character here. again, like the thing I said before about die awkward date, the playing hard to get. The, the, the good girl that doesn't want to do bad things and is being peer pressured. Like, this is shit that people can relate to. As weird as it is, it's so relatable, and in the mortal words of Andre Chase, it's a teachable moment for the children. Adults, we're not learning shit from this because we learned all this shit when we were children. Hmm? But there, keep in mind, there are children that watch WWE. That is true. It is still family-oriented entertainment. Now that could change, especially with Raw going to Netflix. And they recently mentioned this, and I'll throw this little side note in here: When Raw goes to Netflix, it's gonna be ad-free, no commercials. Still
2: not gonna watch Raw though, because I don't like Raw. Then again, you never know going to Netflix, it could change. That's what
0: they're saying, because because the whole thing about WWE being a PG show was for sponsorships, Yeah. was yeah. for advertisers. So SmackDown and NXT are most likely going to stay PG because they're going to still be on television.
2: All you big sponsors out there, please fucking sponsor the Boochcast. Send us money.
0: More specifically, the, uh, the, the
2: co-host who deserves it more.
0: Yes, but you also have to bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that if you are going to sponsor, this show we're not family-friendly entertainment though no we're not so we're gonna to have to have a real long
2: conversation very true and So we, any of your christian companies out there want to use your art your product the answer is going to be no
0: no that's not no. what i'm saying hold on hold on hold on i hold on, hold on. You know, a joke let me clarify that if you anybody that wants to sponsor the boot let me make this crystal clear if you are a christian group and you want to sponsor the show or or a Christian-based company that has Christian values, I welcome the conversation. I myself am religious to a degree. I have some Christian Catholic values that grew up in that house, and but I still am a person who speaks my mind. So if we can reach a compromise, reach a middle ground that can work like look i I'm all for promoting if there's a if someone has like a conservative christian based group, I'm welcome to do business because money is money. Hell, you could be a person with liberal values. I'll sit and talk to you because again, money's money.
2: money, money, money.
0: I will do, I will do business. I just want to make sure we have an understanding that the booch cast is the booch cast. And I'm not gonna be one of those people that you're gonna be like, you need to take that episode down. That ain't happening. We I I wanna make sure that we know what each person's looking for before we sign on the dotted line. Because once you sign on the dotted line. To sponsor the show, you're going to know what this show is about, what we are about, and what it entails. And we'll meet your middle ground so that you can feel comfortable giving us the money and having your ad played. And we can feel comfortable still doing our show for our fans. Because I am willing to compromise and some, but I'm not going to completely change what we do on this show just to fit a sponsor's needs. Because then, here's why, and I'm going to say this, here's why. Because if I do that, then fans will walk away. And if fans walk away, then there's no point in having you sponsor the show. Because no one's going to see your commercial. So you shouldn't want to change what we do. Because clearly, if we got listeners and we got ratings, it, what we're doing works. So your ad will be seen by people. And those people will either want to buy your product or they won't. We can't control that. But we can put eyes on your product because we will go to bat for people who sponsor us. So again, I don't care who you vote for if, it, if we're talking business and money. Now, if we're talking politics, I'll obviously care because that'll be a discussion. But as far as money goes and what you're willing to sponsor, I take the Dana White approach. You vote for whoever you're going to vote for. I vote for whoever I'm going to vote for because that's how this shit fucking works. That is true. Okay? I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. And you're not going to tell me who to vote for. You do your, you live your life. Oh, I'll live mine.
2: i live mine as well.
0: And we do business. Oof. And the business is basically simple as this. You pay me money and I advertise your product. And how it works is there's going to be three ad spots. I was going to say this right now now you got me going here. The first ad's going to be at the very beginning of the show where I'm going to do a promo. I do a promo. The other ad comes in the middle of the show, and that will be Zach doing a promo for the show. Then there's going to be the third ad, which is one at the end, very end of the show, where the person who owns the business is going to do a promo thing for the show. That way, you're hearing three different people talk about the same product. Because obviously, the people are going to want to hear who's running shit go along with it. So I'll have a promo spot, Zach will have one, and the owner of the company themselves will have one. And that's how that works. And we work out the price and work out everything. But my only obligation is, you give me money, I air the commercial spots. And that's the extent of our business. What you do in your personal life is your business. What we do in our personal lives is ours. It is true. We ain't going to tell you how to live your life. You ain't going to tell us how to live ours. As long as we're do as long as you're fulfilling your end of the deal and we're fulfilling ours, that's all that should matter to you. That is true. And that you're seeing the return on that investment. That boochcast fans are coming to your place or buying your product, because they heard it here first. Very true. That's all that matters. So, that being said, mm. I did enjoy the match. I did too. immensely. Uh, it was short, it was sweet, it was to the point, it didn't need to go anywhere else, and it's feeding the angle of Thea Hale possibly breaking away from J.C. Jane, either J.C. and Jasmine leaving Chase U, mm-hmm. or Thea Hale leaving Chase but because Chase University is still baby faces, I see J.C. Jane walking away. I, see, I do too. I don't see Thea Hale walking away. And... On that note, we're going to move on here to the next match. Speaking of Chase U, we have our number one contenders tag team match. Chase U with Riley Osborne versus Axiom and Nathan Fraser. Typical good tag team match.
2: Was it not? It was. It was really good. Yes. It's been a while since we've seen him. And the owner, I'm having brain farts today. He can actually fucking move. I know Andre. Andre Chase can actually fucking move. I mean, then of course, you had to deal with a fucking spot monkey bullshit from the same car 2.0 and the crackhead Fraser. But otherwise, or not. It was good. I mean and then um of course Duke did did his thing. He, I like Duke Hussey because he stays off the top rope, tries to try to do a moonsault. moon no big show. Anyways, good uh, match. Uh, chase, you were, but after the match, some strange ass reason, Luke Gallows Connor, calling everything, beats down everybody. I mean, all four of those guys have been there. We're looking at each other, was like, okay, oh, and why, and yay,
0: because we have another worthy fucking tag team. Yeah, and that's something that caught my interest. Because obviously the Good Brothers. They are 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 well endorsed here on the Boochcast. We love the Good Brothers. Because the Good Brothers love us. Well, me mostly,
2: You but. you I'll give you that. He's there. I never met the Good Brothers. I like I'm like. Can I actually, have you actually actually
0: met him face to face? Yes, I have.
2: How big is Gallows? He's big. Like, like big, big, big. Like but you guys up out of are like, yeah. Oh crap! Well, I don't want to piss you off. Well,
0: it wasn't just that. Mostly, most of the time, Gallows was sitting down when I. But they later came up. I came up to them. Here's the thing. I first saw them at Wrestlecade a few years back, and they were happy to see me. Like I came over to say hi to them and they were calling me Boots. They knew who I was. Because A, they both follow me on Twitter, and they followed me before I followed them. And I'm not saying that be braggadocious. I'm just saying it wasn't one of the situations where I was following them. They had a social media manager going, well, I'll just follow everybody back. No. They followed me first, and then I followed them. And I was like, whoa. So I, that's when I first met them was through Twitter, so through that, re- that re- deal And then they also saw the video of me getting into a cussing match with Alan Funk at the time. That went viral amongst the wrestling community. So that's when they saw me. they said. Dude, we got to find Queewee so Boots can cuss at him again. Because everybody loved the fact that I stood up to Alan Funk. Even Alan respected the fact that I stood up to him. Side so note, we all buried the hatchet. We're all good now. Alan Funk and I are on good terms. But that's what the good brothers saw me. Now, as far as this tag match goes, um, Chase hold? U had great chemistry. Yeah. Nathan Fraser had some good moments. Andre Chase showing he's a great worker in the ring. Duke Hudson always loved him in the ring. You know, Axiom, not so much. I do. I did like Nathan Fraser in this match. I did. I felt like he did a good job in this match. Now does that mean I'm a Nathan Fraser fan? Not necessarily. Axiom did nothing to impress. But Nathan, I see, with the right opponent, can do good in the ring. Nathan just needs an opponent that he can work with. True. And Andre, somebody he can work with. Now, yeah. in the end, they do a series of pinfall reversals.
2: There's a lot of false finishers in a row. We're like, <laughs> one, two, three. I was like, get the
0: fucking point, dickheads. And then finally, Chase U gets one, the win. One, two, three. And then that's when the Good Brothers came out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just wiped out everybody.
2: They look good. They look great. They look good. And I realized that, like, I, like, I was—I tell kind of a joke to people. but like, I went to help with my buddy. Vinny one time to go do have him do a wrestling show and I ran to a wrestler who was six foot nine, three hundred and thirty pounds. I was like, Are you kidding me? I was like no, I was like, how small did you feel? I was like, I feel like Plankton off a of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, you like? like, right, this is what I tell them. I just look at a t- giant test. Mount, just, yeah. <laughs> you feel really, really small when well, you see how big these guys are. Yeah. Sheesh. You feel like a monkey. Where are we going, Thunder? <laughs> yeah, and no, i said he picks you up. Like in those movies where ba- like the good guy goes against the bad guy, I always use this, especially in the first Patterson movie with Kevin playing that big Russian dude Not this. and he goes he just hits him just picks him up and tosses through the door just making an example
0: can you please stop using that example you've beaten it to... nope I'm gonna keep on using it So anyway so after all this after all these shenanigans we move on we see Ilya Dragunov the NXT champion decked out in a suit and apparently he has something to say to Carmelo Hayes Buzzy,
3: Carmelo Hayes From since day one I saw right through you The jealousy of your best friend consumed you, and you pointed the finger at me? (laughs) You are the complete opposite. You are a coward, attacking trick from behind and doing the same thing to me. Melo, you are the lowest form of life, a rodent emerging under the cover of night, but I have what you seek. I will see you at roadblock under one condition. Show up next week and meet me face to face. Mellow, come for this championship because I'm coming for something more important. Your soul.
0: Some Undertaker shit right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right, right there. And uh, he was saying, He's like, You're a coward. You're a pussy. You're a p. You're, you know what I mean? You're a piece of shit. Yeah. So, motherfucker, come on and explain to yours why. Because if you don't, I'll come in and look for your soul. Well, unfortunately, if I was, if I was Mellow, he can't do that now, can he?
0: Well, no, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, he can't do it to you. No, he a, can't. He can't get blood from a stone. So, you know. But any point is, I uh, said, meet him face to face if you want the title match. And, dead at Roadblock, which is March 5th, Two weeks from now. So, what I love about this is, again, that's where this title match could be taking place. And I said it before and I'll say it again. I think Melo should go over. I think it's time for Dragunov to lose a title. I know it's on free TV, but it's still a major event on free TV. And plus, Dragunov has so many goddamn pay-per-view wins. So, I'm okay with that. And I think that after that match is over, that's when we need to see Trick again. We have Melo and Trick for the NXT title. Trick Williams wins. Melo goes to SmackDown. Because that way, Trick Williams can finally win the big one because he deserves it and pull himself out of Melo's shadow. So he, if this, he gets rid of Carmelo Hayes. And like I said before, Trick can tell Dragunov, look, I got to finish this. Let me take the title from him. Give you first crack at it. Battleground. Hey, We have Dragunov and Trick. One last time. Trick Williams beats Dragunov. Dragunov can move on to something else. Trick can have a good solid run with that title because he's over. And he's ready. Got all the tools. Don't sleep on this. And Then we cut to the backstage area. Thea Hale and Fallon Henley bonding over their recent trauma. You know, Thea Hale feeling like his best, her best friend is kicking her curb. Henley's watching. Briggs and Jen got it. So they decide to go hang out and uh, drown their...
2: And... Okay, go drown your sorrow. Saw you had that shitty Valentine's Day. It's moving on because we're single and we don't give a shit about Valentine's Day.
0: Well, no, we don't. Except for one person on
2: our group, not mentioning her name. The video that we're on it. Yes, yes, I know, I know. You made a very good point. What's the point of Valentine's Day? Don't you guys and couples have anniversaries? I go <laughs> that, that's the point of
0: complaint time is i bring valid points to the table you
2: know that's a valid point we
0: it, it's it is a useless holiday you need to be re- it's like this is a holiday we need to be reminded that somebody loves you you need constant validation that somebody loves you you don't need you don't need a holiday get therapist get some fucking therapy but anyway What's great about this is it gives Thea Hale a new... So when J.C. and Jasmine inevitably turn on Thea Hale, Fallon Henley will be there to back her up, and you have another match for Stand and Deliver. J.C. Jane and Jasmine versus Thea Hale and Fallon Henley. And Thea can get a revenge in that match. And hopefully after that, she and Riley can maybe have a moment. Hopefully. let see
2: where this goes.
0: Because when they passed each other on the ramp. Yeah, yeah, they look at and each other. And Osborne didn't even look at her; barely nope. looked at her. Nope. Because again, he's assuming he's not interested. Via Hale's realizing I screwed this date up.
2: Very true. So
0: I'm thinking they could have a moment at standing deliver. Where after the match is over, Riley Riley comes in the ring. They have a little. They do like a kick. Mm-hmm. Crowd will pop.
2: Yeah, kind of like with um Eddie Hartwell and uh uh Dextro Yeah.
0: Or Otis and uh, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. If there had been a crowd, yeah, that's one of the things I said about that WrestleMania. Is if there had been fans in the stands, they'd have went fucking nuts.
2: They're like, kiss her, Otis yes and that
0: would have been great
2: that would have been good and people side out you can hate manny rose all you fucking want i do but, uh, i i don't she's too hot to hate and there's another person in the wwe that benny doesn't like but to me she's too hot to hate and that's the gorgeous beautiful sexy
0: Liv morgan moving on there's no such thing when too sexy you know that if you Anyway, yeah. We're, we're going to move on here okay, to whatever. Next match I, I, the match of the evening. Hate, hate, hate. We've got Last Legend with Jakarta Jackson, Honey Jordan. Josh. Yeah. Uh, no, no i don't think so kalani did she tried. she tried she put up a fight she tried and this is what we call filler yes but it's only because the yeah, i guess they needed to win. kill some
2: time before they started up the main event
0: yeah i mean and, and it wasn't really too much of a filler because there was an angle that took place at the end of it yeah well, it so, was. so it's not really much of a filler was it? i mean that. I- Watching on
2: Lash Legend one, two, three. Yay! Yeah, because Kiana Jordan beating last thing Yeah, that's so fucking believable.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't have been. No, that would Lash wouldn't have gotten buried. Yeah. She hasn't been buried before.
2: Oh, we'll get to that.
0: But yeah, so after the match, Izzy Dam and Kiana James come and they try to attack Jordan, but Jordan manages to get away.
2: Smart on her, or smarter on her part. She's like, fuck you, you gotta go. She's like, bye!
0: Well, she was dodging them. She hit a couple shots to like, get some distance. Yeah. And I just went, I ain't stupid. It was like, time to go. Yeah. Because she. Got her ass kicked, ah. she didn't have the energy to fight, let alone fight two-on-one. Yeah, true. Two-on-one's hard enough when your cardio is high. It's true. So she had to get the fuck out of there, and now we're building to this match. It could yes, happen at Roblox Potentially. And then, of course, Last Legend dominating, kicking ass, taking names, doing what she does best.
2: I just like looking at her and watching her wrestle.
0: Yeah. Then we cut to the backstage area with the Good Brothers trying to figure out what the fuck are they doing here. What the fuck are you doing here? And they explain right now.
1: Luke Gallows, oh, Carl Anderson, oh, a shocking return to NXT.
3: Yeah, Sweet Kelly, listen, the, the, the boys are back in NXT, and basically we're going to stay as long as we want. Tell them, Big
1: LG. Oh, I'm absolutely thrilled about it, Kelly. I don't know if Chase, you, is very thrilled about it, but I was always a terrible student. Yeah, 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 you know,
3: me too, although I did enjoy the calendar they put out. Hey, Mm -hmm. hey, Big LG, when it comes to the NXT Tag Team Championships, we're going to separate the men. That's us.
1: From From the boys. (laughs) That's exactly right. You know, Baron Corbin, I didn't realize you came to NXT to become the world's largest comedian. Yeah. And Braun Breaker, maybe the Good Brothers can be something for you that Big Papa Pump and the Dogface Gremlin never could. A couple of heroes. But before we do that, Kelly, we have to crush their dreams, and we're going to win those NXT tag team titles because it's that same old recipe. It's a magic killer, a one, two, three, and a just too sweet. Hey, Kel, Kel, if you need us, we'll be over there, brothering.
0: Don't quite know what that means. What? Brothering.
2: Uh talking, I don't know, but what I loved what Luke Gallow says, like, listen here, Scott Steiner freaking at dogfish Gremlin. If he and I just looked at each other, we started laughing at the dog face gremlin. I wonder who that could be.
0: be. Rick Steiner.
2: Oh yeah. Somebody in the Boogie family had a a
0: history with the dog face Gremlin, Rick Steiner, don't ya? Well, my dad has history with him. I have history with Big Papa. Only difference is a history with Big Papa Pump is good history, a little intimidating, but dad's history with not very great, not (laughs) so great. But anyway, it was bad. It was scary. It was scary. So anyway, but yeah. So with the uh, so we know they're here. They want to be the NXT Tag Team Champions. I have no objections to that of any kind. I think we need fresh new faces, and what I've gathered, they have not stipulated, unless something happened that I'm not aware of, that that tag title match will be taking place next week. So here's what you can do. Roadblock. Chase you versus the Wolf Dog. Wolf Dogs go over. Stand and deliver. Wolf Dogs, good brothers. Good Brothers win at Stand and Deliver. That way they get to be part of the WrestleMania weekend if they're not at WrestleMania itself. And it's a good way to establish the Good Brothers as the new NXT Tag Team Champions. And it's a way to bring life back to the NXT title, Tag Team Titles the tag title division is not very strong right now. No, it's not, but it's going to be fucking strong. Yeah, because we don't know where Briggs and Jensen are. Uh, D'Angelo and Stax are still together, but they're not tag teaming anymore. They're moving on to bigger and better better things. Exactly. So we need new tag teams. The Good Brothers coming in works because they're not really being used on SmackDown, except for the ongoing issue of is AJ Styles their friend or not. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the OC. So them being NXT tag team champions works. And also, at some point, Braun and Corbin do need to lose those titles because Braun Breaker is now part of SmackDown. So it makes sense for Braun Breaker to go to SmackDown. It's true, sir. It just makes sense. That
2: does make sense. Now
0: don't it? Yes. And on that note, we're going to move on to. Uh, I, I want to say the I, main I, event, but uh, not really. This, this is uh, a, we have more of a double main event here, double so event. we'll go to the first main event match of the evening the NXT Women's Championship, Lyra Valkyra defends the title against Shotzi. Sloppy. It
2: was very sloppy. Very fucking sloppy. Very fucking boring. Vinny and I, and of course, Vinny's bladder was fucking with him. Like it always but, does. Like, like it usually usually does. But I was watching it, and then she sat down, and she, he was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, what are you talking about? This is sloppy as shit. The reason why I saw like poor Shotzi got fucking hurt. This is not a work, ladies and gentlemen. This is actually a shoot. She got hurt. She couldn't compete anymore, so there was a no contest. Then Ava comes out and say, no, 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 It says, like, sorry, guys, Shotzi's out. She's hurt. She
0: cannot compete. Period. Okay, hold on. Before you go any further with this, because I know where you're about to. Didn't you say, though, the match was sloppy before the injury? Yes. You made it seem like the reason it was sloppy was because Shotzi got injured. but You were no. telling me it was sloppy before that. they got to that spot.
2: Yeah, it was very sloppy before they got there.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it was basically a sloppy main event. Which Shotzi's not that great a worker. Cause I know it's not Lyra, unless you unless you saw something I didn't. No, I like Shashi, but
2: she's like I agree with you, Vinny. She's not that good of a worker. She has a lot to fucking learn. She's still green, but she's got a lot to learn. I love the fucking gimmick that she, she that she has. Well, everybody do. Everybody does. All right, but no, it was sloppy. Before I knew what
0: was going on, sloppy turn when, when I was going on. Just no. But basically, what happened was Shotzi DDT's Valkyria on the apron. Yeah. But she tweaked her knee when she hit the floor. Then
2: they go in a commercial, commercial, and you see the medical people. When you see the people in the black in the black medical people, you know, like, oh, shit. I was like, this is not good. They're actually hurt.
0: Yeah, and she got taken to the back by the medical staff.
2: They still be carried away, like, like yeah. legit carried away.
0: And here's the thing apparently, this match was, this show was taped before SmackDown last Friday.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: Because, last, because originally, Shotzi was supposed to compete against Tiffany Stratton in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match with the winner going to the chamber. Well, because Shotzi got injured, that's why on SmackDown, Selena Vega took her place. It was Tiffany Stratton versus Selena Vega. Tiffany went over, and Tiffany is now in the Elimination Chamber. Rightfully so. Actually, no. Really? No, not rightfully so. This oh. is not rightfully so. You want to know why? It's not rightfully so, which I can know why.
2: She's on Raw. She's on SmackDown. This is a Raw pay-per-view.
0: It's not a Raw pay-per-view. This is a Raw championship. The Women's World Championship is supposed to be exclusive to Monday Night Raw. The whole fucking point with this goddamn brand split that I didn't want in the first fucking place and to have separate championships that I didn't want in the first fucking place. to say we have superstars on raw we have superstars on SmackDown this is our belt this is your belt now the reason they're doing this is because the Royal Rumble winners chose both SmackDown championships well that's not my fucking fault if it's a raw exclusive title I want to see exclusive raw women competing for it you've only got three raw women in here you need three more and let me tell you something folks, plain something everybody. As a guy who's in the chamber doesn't deserve to be in the chamber. I'll I'll quote him. Let me talk to you. Which you have a women's division stacked with women. So far you've got Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, and Raquel Rodriguez from Raw. Now, Becky Lynch, yes. Raquel, yes. Not a big fan of Liv Morgan, but she's a Raw superstar, so I'll let it go. And everybody and most almost everybody's happy she's back. I'm not. Let that go. She can be in there. Still from Raw. She has every right to be in there. Meanwhile, let me go down the list of Raw women that we have. Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green, Indy Hartwell, who, by the way, is from Australia, where the pay-per-view is being held. She should have been the first one to qualify for this fucking match. Ivy Nile, Katana Chance, Caden Carter, Maxine Dupree, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Shayna Baszler, Tegan Nox, Sonya Deville, Valhalla, Ziya Lee, Zoe Stark. You're telling me none of those women are good enough to be in the chamber? You have enough women to do 12 women, six qualifying matches, and put six women in the goddamn cage. Bianca Belair does not need to fucking be here because to quote Bianca, she don't go here. Naomi, I love Naomi. What the fuck is she doing here? Tiffany Stratton. Zach, have we not sung the praises of Tiffany Stratton here Day on NXT? Times, Yes,
2: it's Tiffany time. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Yes, and there's a tippy time and a tippy place. This ain't the tippy time. I don't want tippy in the cage. Not because I don't like her, but because she's on fucking SmackDown. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Just fucking A. But yeah, so Fatsy gets injured. Didn't get to have the qualifying match. Goes to the back. Now, Zach, you were saying something about Ava Rain. Go, continue. Uh David Rain comes out there and tells the
2: crowd, no, we're going to have our, ourselves a championship match there, everybody. But it's going to be an open challenge. You know who I thought was going to first come out? Who? Roxanne Perez. Uh. Yeah, but then it, it came out to be Last Legend. So now, folks, we, we have for the NXT Women's cha- champion uh, for the championship belt. Lada Vicaria, champion versus the challenger, Last Legend.
0: Well, since you decided to take my spot, I'll go first.
2: It is your show.
0: Thank you for being here. You're so
2: very very fucking welcome. And always remember I'm the one that brings in the fucking
0: ratings in just about
2: time. we'll, Well, just
0: remember this I'm the one that has the platform for you to have ratings on.
2: That is true, but you can't do the show without me because it sucks without me. People like you and me together don't deny that.
0: Can't. <laughs> it doesn't suck without you, but they do like you. Let's <laughs> clarify that. Hey, yes. do, do not do to they do. Like. They like. Do they like us I'm together? I'm such an awesome, wonderful person. That's I'm it. a perfect no, little no, let's be, angel. No, let's be clear here. Let's be clear here. Let's be clear here. Clear do about they en- what? Do they enjoy seeing us together? Yes, but don't act like I can't do this without you. I I've really stood can't. on my own two feet. Yeah, many times with this show, and still had people tune in.
2: People say we have good chemistry together on this show. Yes,
0: <laughs> and we do. We do. I don't deny that. We don't
2: because we've known each other for so fucking long. We know how to get on each other's nerves.
0: Well, I'll just say this. I I have a love-hate relationship with this match. How's that? Because I loved it. I enjoyed it. It was a great match. But here was my problem. What's that? I don't like that Lyra Valkyra Mm -hmm. went went over in the match. Mm. I get that it was a last-minute thing and you weren't planning on Lyra Valkyra dropping the title. I would have had somebody else come out for the Open Challenge. Maybe not Roxanne Perez, but not Last Legend. As if Lash is going to fight for the title, she needs to win it.
2: You think she got buried?
0: Uh, yeah. In a way, I do.
2: But then again, she really did it. She stepped up and answered the call. They didn't have that much fucking time to do a full championship match, Vinny. Maybe that's it's the reason. That's
0: not, it's not the length of the match. It's the fact that Lash Legend got pinned 1-2-3 and lost clean when she's a dominant force and demonstrated that in the match with Kalani Jordan. That's what I don't like. Like I said, Lash Legend is ready to be a champion. She's got the look. She's got the skills. She can deliver in the ring. The only thing holding her back is this goddamn metaphor faction. Fuck metaphor. That's the only thing holding this woman back. If she left the goofy comedy bullshit group and fucking stood on her own two feet, be over. When she had the talk show, she was over. That was a great gimmick. I don't know why. They fucked with it. I love Lash Legend, but I don't want to see her job. Like this, not on free TV, and not in a title match when she's clearly ready to be a women's world, sh- a women's champion. You could have brought anybody else out there to take that hit. Literally anybody else. That was just ridiculous. It was. That's what they did lie. what
2: they had to do. I think.
0: Yeah, they did what they had to do. They were calling an audible. I get it.
2: They didn't have a choice. No,
0: so they had a choice on who they brought out. They had a choice on who they brought out. Yes, because Lash was still in her gear. They threw her out there. That's my guess. Because she had just wrestled. So she's still fresh and in her gear. Everybody else has already hit the showers, which we saw from Roxanne when she came out of the shower and found out there was an open challenge and she missed it, and she knocks the TV over. Right. Because that's what she's becoming. Pretty much. Gimmick-wise, that's what Gimmick she's becoming. So in, in in the end, Lyra Valkyra looks good. She's a little bit jelly. Impressive. Yeah, She's jelly. Jelly, she jelly, She's jelly. Don't be jelly, don't be kind. jelly. jelly, be jelly. jelly okay. jelly's bad. Jelly's bad. Bad, jelly bad, bad. Jelly. bad, 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 He's bad, bad, Yes. So we we got a good. We we had a match. We had a main event match that went to shit. They called an audible. Had a good. Had, it was a great match. I just didn't like the finish.
2: Only ma- the only real good match was the uh, Briggs and Jensen. Yes. The tag team. Yes. And uh, that's about it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the opening match, the North American title match was shit.
2: So, good sh- sh- shitty start, shitty finish,
0: and some good shit in the middle. <laughs> that's, pretty the <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty much what happened. Uh That's pretty much what happened. Isn't that the first time
2: we ever used that phrase? Shitty Shoo start,
0: starts, shitty, shitty finish. finish. Good shit in the middle. <laughs> good shit in the middle. That's pretty much what we got. <laughs> yeah. It's like an Oreo cookie. The, 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 the cookie on the side, but the cream in the middle. Yeah. You just rip it apart to get to the cream metal? No,
2: oh, you don't do that. I hate when people do that shit. Why not? Why is uh, that? No, you stick. You take your two. You take your three fingers. You duck that fucking whole cookie into a freaking cup of milk. Wait till it gets a little bit soggy. Then then you eat the motherfucker. Or do what my starter dumbass does: is a big bowl of frosted flakes with crushed up Oreos in the between. That's not bad. That yeah. People got the book and say, That's diabetic. Cause like, and he goes home and he gets stoned and shit and he does it. I go like, and he goes like, it was scrumptious and delicious. Because when it comes, when you're stoned and shit, you're too stoned to cook. Say is the best fucking route. I well, shit you not.
0: Well, stoners will eat anything, pretty
2: much. No, the fuck we will. You see me making some fucking scrambled eggs? No.
0: Hey, fine. Okay, fine. Anything you're... Cooking. cooking.
2: Yeah, exactly. We're too stoned to cook. That's what I
0: meant. I Pop something coo- in
2: the microwave. That's I, said really anything, I didn't
0: say cook. I said eat anything.
2: We would. What yeah. the time you get delivery. I would not eat anything, no. I'm delivery. picky less like you. Worse. Yeah. No. You're I'm not a picky eater. If you, ooh, you would hate living at my house.
0: Why would I hate living? Because at your my house? mom
2: says I don't want to eat this. You know what she'll say? We're hungry.
0: Well, I have money, so I could just. No, I but I would we just were go kids. F- you lived with us. You fucked. Well, no. When I was a kid, I had to do the same thing. You think I wanted to eat steak every goddamn fucking day? No. My dad wanted steak every goddamn day. This so is the fuck we ate. I can't stand steak today. Uh, I like steak Not
2: every day, though.
0: I'm a burger guy. So anyway, that, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up. Clearly, wrap up. We're talking about random shit. This hey, about episode that. of the Boochcast. Zach, as always, thank you for taking time. Maybe it's scheduled to join us and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next one.
2: I don't have a choice now, do I? No, you don't. Okie dokie.
0: So make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcast, Google Podcast, And iHeartRadio.
2: And iHeartRadio.
0: Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there. We'll be a super fan. Follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. As I mentioned before, there's no male soap opera moment this week or next week, for that matter, because I'm trying to figure out fucking fiction thing. But we hope to have a recap coming to you guys soon of the elimination. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Get Get latest tweets, photos, and videos. Visit our YouTube channel, check out all of our YouTube content, and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted. We're working on Dark Side of the Ring. I finally got Bash of the Beach done. Uh, the audio and the video. Uh, I'm working on the Marty Jannetty episode right now. Oh, so, uh, and shut. No, Nope. Took away his microphone. I'm not listening to this shit. So i got to wrap up a show. So, we're getting Marty Gennetti out there, t- out there soon as well. I'm working on that. And then, of course, with Season 5 Around the Pike, we're going to be recording, trying to get those out there as fast as possible. That Dark Side of 2000 is coming soon. Um, I'm in the process of trying to get comedians booked for Dark Side of Comedy. And hopefully Lance and I will do Dark Side of Football. This hectic schedule, I can't promise. But uh, make sure you guys also follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash bootcast we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, April the 6th, and Sunday, April 7th for nights 1 and 2 of Wrestlemania 40 join us for the 40th anniversary of the biggest show of the year and with the road to Wrestlemania the way it is god this is exciting and we have no idea what to expect and we're hoping good things will happen or we may have to boycott the WWE but not NXT uh, also we have our live DD show coming soon our Boochcast booking battle no special project in the work and of course you can support the Boochcast this is for people who don't want to sponsor sponsorships are a separate feat very true but if you want to support the Boochcast as a fan go to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the bootcast slash support become a supporter of the Boochcast support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes we have three levels you can donate at pick the one that works the best within your budget we have our first level which is 99 cents one dollar per month our second level which is four ninety 5 dollars per month same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription And a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock so don't give them money give us money we got better content than Peacock anyway and we got the third and final level you can donate at which is for a mirror $999. Ten dollars per month. The same amount of money we used to pay for WWE network states. Ever since they sold the peak out, got a way to put that $9.99. $9.99. Bring it over here. We got better content in the network. And unlike the elite, we actually care about our fans and dedicated to giving the people what they want. You the actually pay through credit card or with G-Pay. The best part is all the money we raise goes back into our show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment. We used to bring in bigger name guests pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the bootcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host, please let be paid for their hard work. Podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash slash support is how you make that happen. And on a side note, if you don't want this show to have sponsors, if you don't want this show to run a whole bunch of ads, Donate to the show because the more the more money we make through donations, the less we have to depend on sponsors. And, of course, if there's any money left over from any of those ordeals, we use the recipe to feed Zachariah Scott, his ramen noodles, and try to get inlaid, which his attitude and stubbornness, will be looking to find any woman that wants to touch him. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cat. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then. PIZZA BABY! Well, I see by the clock on a wall That it's time to bid you one and all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long, farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu, be good, stay well, bye-bye, keep warm, relax, Eddie, take care, stay loose, adieu, volvia, a la proche, and goodbye, till when we meet again.